You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Chime, here we go, baby. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Oh, some real competitive basketball last night, Shine. Wow, what a, what a game. Back and forth, final seconds. I, I was glued to my TV until about 11 o'clock last night. Wow. Mutt, what game were you watching? Uh, <laughs> because yeah. the game I saw was not even close. Just terrible. We'll get, well, again, we'll get to the betting because the betting went very well for the BetQL Boston podcast last night. I got to believe ESPN is pulling their hair out because they had this great Eastern Conference semifinal, Celtics and Bucks. Boy, do they wish this thing was the Eastern Conference Final. Because this, this this series, it's 2-2. Celtics are better, and the games stink. They stink like hot garbage on a July afternoon, Chris Shot. Yeah, these oh. games are awful. They're they're, oh. they're done by the ha- by halftime almost every – other than game one, every game has been done by halftime. It's funny. Uh, Darren Ravel had a column. Uh, Jack Fritz, who I do the, the BetQL Weekend show with, actually brought up before Ravel posted his column, but a similar theme. That from a gambling perspective, these blowouts suck because the prop bet market – you think you're betting into a guy who's going to play competitively for whatever you think the game's going to be. Say you project him for X amount of minutes, right? Well, the Celtics pull everybody with nine minutes left. A 30-point yep. game ends up being a 20-point game. And so the prop bets, like, you you better be on the right side of the team winning because there's a good chance in the fourth quarter of these East Conference Finals, one of your guys is sitting, and you have no shot of getting that prop bet home. Well, Sucks. I mean, last night, I got nervous for you for a second because it, we, you look at the game, Jason Tatum had at the time twenty eight, eight and two or, or seven and three. I, I forget exactly what it was, but he was regardless, short, yeah. he was he was at thirty eight, and your number was thirty eight and a half. And there yeah. was a good chance at that point he wasn't going to play again. I know, I know. And, and I was I for a, a brief moment was devastated on your behalf. <laughs> well, thankfully for me, Ime Yudoka puts guys back in, yes. make a little bit of a run, and he was able to to cash that mightily. Celtics win one hundred two eighty two. The game is nowhere near as close to the final score. The Spolstra, I think to his credit, waved the white flag there in the fourth quarter. I uh, just yep. realized, look, our team is banged up. We're not winning this game. We're going to punt on it. And, and again, there's, there's sports radio stuff we'll get to this afternoon on EEI about this series. But from a betting perspective, could not have gone better. Celtics minus 7.5, check. Celtics money line, check. Jason Tatum points, rebound, assist, check. Uh, first of all, this is the first time we went under. In this series so far, is the under now three and one? So the yep. under hits because the Heat were terrible in that first quarter and really throughout the entire game was never uh, competitive at all. Uh, you had some prop bets that hit, right? Besides those three, yeah, I had. Well, I had Tatum over uh, twenty-seven and a half points that hit Cash. very easily in the, yep. by the third quarter, um, and then uh, I had Celtics minus three and a half in the first half. Celtics yep. minus six. Like it was, uh, we missed on Jalen or uh, Jason Tatum threes. He only hit one. We needed two. Um, and then we missed on the over. But, I mean, overall, not a bad night. Uh, a winning night. And so this thing's gone back and forth. The Celtics have proven to be an awesome team after a loss. They're doing this whole, we got to create urgency now for game five. We'll see how they come out uh, for that game. The line opened uh, as the Celtics, a, a one-and-a-half, a one-point favorite. I'm seeing it still at one or one-and-a-half right now. Uh, again, the game is tomorrow. It's very early betting. But uh, the money has come in so far. On the Celtics, no surprise. Uh, 90% of the money coming in against the spread has been on the Celtics, according to the Action Network. 71% of the money on the money line, which is only minus 120. Like, if you want to tell me that you're okay laying 120 for the Celtics to win the game outright in Miami, I would not think you're crazy. Uh, And a lot of the money coming on the over 
203 and a half. I will tell you, Chris Scheim, I have a bet on this game already. This do was, you really? What do you, what do you got? I may have had a doctor's appointment this morning in the great state of New Hampshire where betting is legal and was just messing around with the same game parlay stuff. Now, none of the big prop bets are up, like so it's very limited. But I, I the, the money line immediately at minus 120, I was considering just playing the money line, just saying something's going to win this game. They're the better team. I'll lay the 120, even though I'm already investing the series price yep. at, at a bigger number than that. But when you same game parlayed it, the, for some reason, DraftKings, and again, there's probably a betting metric. There's probably a reason they do this, and I'm not seasoned enough. Someone can tweet us at BetQL Boston. The money line is minus 120 on their actual website. When you went to same game parlay, it was minus 110. So you're getting Celtics money line, mm. minus 110 in Miami. And when you fold that in with the Celtics scoring 100 points or more, which was available to me, I turned the Celtics into a plus 130 bet tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I like that. Them on the money line just winning outright, scoring more than 100 points, which they can t- – I mean, I, I, I suspect that their bad quarter offensively is out of their system, knock on wood. Basically, I'm betting on that. So I, the, as you said, going into game three, these teams had scored pretty consistently in the hundreds. Uh, I'm hoping that stays, that trend stays, and so I'm already in, not a crazy amount, but I'm already in for Celtics, basically a plus 130, win the game, score 100 points. Yeah, I'm going to go right back to a bet. I might have lost on it last night, but overall, like I said, like you said, I'm 3-1 and one on it so far. I'm going to go back to it. That's the over in this game. The over has dropped precipitously now, oh, down to 203. Yep. I don't expect Miami to have the same kind of performance. They've been very Celtics-esque, where they have a bad game, and you want to know what? They come out and they blow doors a little bit in the next game. I think playing the Miami Heat... Over 101.5 total points is a good play as well. But I think just overall, over 203.5, that number's too low. They're overreacting to this past game. That's not going to happen again. Uh, Miami's going to come out and actually have offense next time. So I'm going to go over 203.5. All right, so early leans, uh, Celtics money line, a little bit of a 100, over 100 point parlay. That's available now. This is Tuesday morning, so we'll see how long you know that plus 130 is able to last there on DK. Uh, Shime's going to be on the over 203, seeing a 203, 203 and a half. So if you get 203, uh, grab that now. And obviously the injuries, we want, we want guys healthy for the over, want guys back and healthy. We'll see what Marcus Smart's status is. Uh, tomorrow he was ruled out, did not play in that game, and it did not matter. The Celtics' role also helped for you from a team total standpoint. You'd be rooting for Tyler Hero to be back for that game as well, I assume. Yeah. Absolutely. I I want as many people back as physically possible. Even Marcus Smart being back would be big for me. Um, so I want as many people healthy as physically possible. Uh, Celtics now on a series price. It's tied 2-2. Even tied 2-2 with Miami home court, they're minus 155 favorites, which is not a huge surprise. That As you get more information, I think it's very clear now, Shime, the Celtics are a better team. And oh, without lo- a doubt. If they lose this series, it'll be about something they did or something injury-related, not Miami being better. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. So in in your in in that scenario, it's like Jason Tatum gets hurt, or Jalen Brown gets hurt, and it's like ah, the Celtics lose the series, or they have a massive mental brain fart. It is turnovers. They, can, like they, do, yeah. they cannot like it, Miami cannot win this series. It's going to be the Celtics losing it, or the Celtics moving on to face Golden State. Uh, if you're thinking about jumping in on the series price right now, minus 155, I think a better bet would be betting Jason Tatum to be the conference finals MVP. He's Agreed. minus 110. So if you th- there, there's really – I don't think there's any other option right now. I, I guess like Jalen Brown w- had a 40-point game. Jalen Brown 
was bad last night. He yeah. cannot. Did you? I don't know if you saw the stat going around too. Uh, Jason Tatum has only uh, the second most points in Celtics history in a playoff run, second only to Larry Bird, and he's like nine points away from breaking Larry Bird's uh, single postseason points record. So I mean, he could easily get that in the next game, and on top of that, he's going to have another game after that. Yeah, I think that if you're if you're looking to bet the series, I am not. Uh, I think a better way to bet it would be Jason Tatum minus one ten to win the MVP versus Celtics at one fifty five. Agreed. If you're starting to look ahead to the finals, okay, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm telling you now, the Celtics are count uh, your the, chickens here, Mutt. The, listen, the, the the Celtics are uh, a lower price to win the NBA Finals than Jason Tatum is to win the MVP. And again, to me, it's pretty clear that barring an injury, Jason Tatum is going to be their best player. So right now. You can get you can bet the Celtics at plus two sixty to win the NBA championship. You can bet Jason Tatum to win the MVP at plus three forty. So if you're looking ahead and you think you want to bet the Celtics, I'm not again, I'm not advising it. I'm just pointing out there are different ways to go after a bet, and Tatum to win Eastern Conference Finals MVP and Tatum to win the NBA Finals MVP are both better value. The risk obviously is there if it doesn't play up to standard or he gets hurt. But I think it's worth the risk, given that hey, if the Celtics win, shine, it's going to be through Jason Tatum. Yeah, Just I think I think you're 100 percent right on that, and that's one of the things you have to do as a gambler is look at different angles yes. and understand where yes. your best value is. And I completely agree with uh, your analysis there. Um, so Celtics win. We basically cleared the deck there. Celtics, Tatum, those were big ones for us. A couple of prop bets that did not get home, but we will have a game five tomorrow. Now we know we'll have a game six on Friday. So a lot of basketball this week. That's good for us. It's good for you as basketball fans. Meanwhile, the Prince of Pucks, I know for sure, I know for sure via my text Ooh. messages, something came home for Prince of Pucks. What happened last Not night? Not just something, Mutt. We were 2-0 last night. Oh, uh, so the, the Tampa Bay Lightning game I had to sweat out, though, because they scored not once but twice in the first two <laughs> periods, and both goals got called back. Oh. So then I had to wait. They eventually scored in the third, and then I got an empty netter with just under 30 seconds left in the game to really lock up the minus one and a half at plus 195. So that was an easy ca- – there was a fun little cash there before I even went to bed. And then when I woke up in the morning, Colorado had beaten down on the St. Louis Blues once again, 6-3. to Nazem Kadri had a hat trick. So that minus one and a half puck line also cashed. And we were just we were swimming in it last night. Oh, the Prince of Pucks is getting so so many uh, trip, uh, trips to craft beer breweries based on these NHL playoffs. It's so a beautiful far. thing. Uh, it's paying for all these IPAs. Uh, we got two more games tonight: seven o'clock Hurricanes and Rangers. We got Flames and Oilers late nine thirty. Where's the Prince of Pucks in this doubleheader tonight? Yeah, I got one play tonight. It's Edmonton on the puck line. Yeah, minus one and a half. You're getting a Boy, the Hurricanes have scared you off. This is good. You are. You. I I can hear it in your voice. You want no part of this. I want. I want no. Well, and ultimately, (laughs) uh, so the other thing too, I would look into is if you can find it. um, I don't see it on FanDuel. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. So Tampa Bay right now, uh, the Lightning are minus 130 to win the Eastern Conference. That's a bet I would make right now. Um, Tampa Bay is far and away better than both Carolina and New York, and it's not even close. I think the only teams that can compete with Tampa Bay uh, so that they don't three-peat is Colorado and Edmonton. That's it. There's only two, and neither of them are in the uh, Eastern Conference. So uh, I am going to stay away from Carolina and New York because this is going to be another ugly defensive game that I want no part of, um, and I would rather put my money towards the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Eastern Conference at minus 130. But my big play tonight, like I said, Edmonton on the puck line. You're getting them at plus 205. I, th- this team is going to 
pour goals into the net. They have they have the last two games. Uh, they came out slow against Calgary. Well, not slow. I mean, they scored six goals in the first game against Calgary. Calgary just happened to score nine, which seems like it was an anomaly at this point. Uh, Edmonton is the better team. They're at home. I, I'm taking them on the puck line there. I, I don't think I don't think there's any other way you should go with that. So you're laying the puck and a half. Correct. What you're doing okay, exactly so. what I'm doing. I'm also, uh, if you're interested, you know, Connor McDavid over one and a half points. It's minus one sixty, so there's a lot of juice there. But I mean, this guy's been absolutely lighting it up. So I, I, if they're if they're gonna score, it's gonna be on his back. Actually, an even better bet for you. I'm sorry, Leon Drysidel over one and a half points plus okay. one twenty five. Look at you walking into bets and looking at the lines right now. This is what I like to see. All right, I so what, went to go double check Leon's because normally they have it set at a half a a half a point for Leon Dreisaitl, and it's like super juiced to two sixty today on Fanduel. It's over one and a half at plus one twenty five. That I would would like to play alongside the uh, Edmonton puck line. All right, so walk me through this. So the game's on at nine thirty. Yep. You like the Oilers? There's no way you're watching the game. No I'm shot. Too late. You got to be up at four thirty for work. So what is do you, does your body wake up at some point in the middle of the night? Do you check the phone immediately? Do you say I'm going to wait till I have to get up for the day because I don't want to be in a good or bad mood before I have to go to work? Like what what is the process for? Hey, I'm betting this game tonight. I love Edmonton. I'm going to sleep through the entire thing though. What, uh, what, what does what does Shime do? The process is is <laughs> well, I just I go to bed. I don't even think about it. It's one of those bets where I just make it and you just set it and forget it kind of thing. Oh, I like make, the Ron Ron Papil. Okay, yes, got it. I yeah. set it. I set the bet. I forget it. I wake. First thing in the morning, I wake up, I check my ESPN app, I look at all the scores of the games to see how I would would have played out with bets I thought about making and how I played out with bets I did make, and then immediately get in the shower and either wallow in pity or uh, <laughs> am very excited to start my day. There you go. All right, Edmonton on the puck line, minus one and a half. The public is on that tonight, by the way. 80% of the bets are on that. Yeah, it sounds only about 30, right. But only, but only 38% of the money. So the Sharps are on Calgary, and Shime <laughs> and the public are going to be on Edmonton. Laying the puck and a half. Red Sox off yesterday, back to work today. I will point out that they have hammered a uh, pitching prop here to start the day. Uh, Dylan Cease, the starter today for the White Sox. His over-under for strikeouts is 7.5. That has been hammered to minus 155 uh, on the over right now. They love, love, love themselves some Dylan Cease. I will have no official pick for the Red Sox. Admittedly, have been focused on the Celtics here this morning. I'm not doing Red Sox this week, so I'm not as locked in. I'm sure I'll have some stuff, but I've been giving out consistently some nice total base bets, so I want to continue to give out only bets of things, Chime, that I know for sure I've done research on or done prep on, and uh, this morning was not a baseball prep day. It was a Celtics prep day. We're locked in there, but the baseball's got to wait 24 more hours. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I like the Red Sox total runs over three. I think that's too low for a team that's been very hot. I understand now they are on the road uh, in Chicago, but I still like it. I think this offense is going to continue to succeed, and uh, and so I'm going to go over three on the uh, Boston Red Sox total runs tonight. Uh, over three on the Red Sox here tonight. I'll have something for, I'm sure, as the White Sox series goes on. We'll see if the Red Sox bounce back uh, as they get the White Sox, then Baltimore back at home for a crazy doubleheader Saturday, Memorial Day weekend. David Ortiz, Red Sox Hall of Fame. Very busy on the baseball side heading into the holiday. Meanwhile, we need your help on this podcast. We ask you for one thing and one thing only every single day on the show, and that is to subscribe. iTunes, Odyssey app, and Spotify. You log in, you subscribe, you leave a rate, you leave a review, you help us out, Chime, and we don't ask for anything else. That's really – well, that and occasionally a social media follow. And yep. Becky Boston on Twitter. I don't think it's asking a lot for the Prince of Pucks who goes 2-0 and 
almost every night here on this podcast. To be fair, uh, in the we have now done this podcast. This will be our fourteenth episode, I believe. So wow, we'll have two weeks worth. Officially, two weeks worth of podcasting uh, right here on BetQL Boston. And I have to say, we have given out far more winners than we have losers at this point. So, to our credit. We're giving you some free money here. Now, it's not always going to be the case, but at least to start, first two weeks, we're pretty hot. All, all we ask is for a follow, maybe a, a follow on the podcast on your wherever you get your podcasts, and then a follow on, on Twitter. That's all we care about. That's all we ask for. No, no monetary value here from you. Just a quick little follow. That's it. Free picks, free money. All right, looking forward to it. We'll see what the injuries uh, look like the next 24 hours. We'll talk Celtics and Heat tomorrow. We'll have more NHL games, Red Sox and White Sox. Shime, have a good Tuesday, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks. I will, Mutt. See you then.